single people are discriminated against. Why do married people got the benefits? It's two of them. Single people should have the benefits. Why we gotta be punished because we not miserable in America? This is, mm-mm. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from Mariah Carey's Christmas Wonderland, oh, I'm Doyen. Oh. <laughs> Walking in a winter wonderland. I watched The Year Without Santa Claus uh, multiple times this past weekend. And I only <laughs> watch it to sing the Heat Miser and Snow Miser songs. Like, that's the only reason why I watch uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to find Mariah Carey's Christmas special from last year. I want to watch it again. <laughs> I'm sure she'll do a new one this year. It's now my new Christmas um, tradition. That's your new tradition. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen Elf already. And then I started getting push notifications for um, Hallmark holiday movie premieres. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I think you saw Elf like uh, November the 1st. Plus. <laughs> I, I mean i i knew it was like right at the beginning i mean i don't even know if i had like gotten my halloween bowl out of the hallway yet and i i got a text from doy and was like i've seen elf <laughs> okay so a few things uh, my halloween decor is still up but also my tree is up because i don't know it's okay um, it's okay it's okay yes and because, you know, people be hating on how, how fast we move through holidays, I decided I'm going to make a t-shirt that says, this is my spooky, fanky, jolly unity shirt. So I can awesome. wear it from October to the January, awesome. <laughs> to the beginning of January. Awesome. <laughs> and nobody can hate. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I like to solve people's problems. That's right. So, <laughs> so what else has been going on? Um, I like I said, I'm kind of defrosting into my Christmas stees. So I decided to make an eggnog today. Mm. I definitely um, tweeted friend of the pod Rob and was like, "Hey, woman, what cup am I supposed to put this in?" So he told me to put it in my tea glass. I only have stemless martinis, so it's in my stemless martini glass. Ooh. He also told me to add nutmeg and put cinnamon and garnish. And I hate to disappoint him, but I don't know where my nutmeg is, and I don't think I have cinnamon sticks. But, <laughs> you know, I try my best. Robin, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Listen, Robin is going to fancy up you a drink, okay? Right. I like. I just had to start listening out for people like, my generation has been through... <laughs> 911 <laughs> Roxy Slave for the Gods. It's just a whole lot of Slave. However, I think I'm slightly allergic to most eyeliners. So now I have to figure out which eyeliner I'm not allergic to, which is not fun. So I'm just now being able to breathe today. 
like since Sunday night, uh, the congestion has been real. <laughs> I would just so. stick to like Almay, um, because mm. they're hypoallergenic. I would just stick to whoever's hypoallergenic. Almay is almost always allergic. a good bet. Okay, I was going to say I don't think brand. I'm allergic. Yeah, I don't think I'm allergic to Mac, mm-hmm. but also you know. There's an Ulta in both of the targets <laughs> that I live in. <laughs> so it's a very dangerous place. So I think I just want to buy some more Ulta Mac things. Also, I just figured out something delightful yesterday. Okay. I like eyeliner better for my eyebrows than eyebrow pencils. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I just got to figure out how to set it to make sure that like I don't wipe my eyebrow off. But I like it so much better than using eyebrow pencils. I can't do that because I'm too heavy handed. So Mm -hmm. it is, (laughs) if I use a liner for my brows, I look very aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. Don't look like a. No, don't say it. Don't say it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I can't do that. But yeah, I I tell you what, I used to like for years, um, I preferred. A really dark eyeshadow over brow powder, because um, mm. sometimes the brow powders were too powdery. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. so yeah, I I do, and yeah. I still do like a really dark shadow sometimes. Yeah, I did. Um, I was light handed, and then I just went through and blended with the spool, mm-hmm. so it didn't look like aggressive. But um, because of my hair color. I'm trying to steer away from like really dark brows and most of my brow products are dark. So I had a brown liner from that and that was perfect for my eyebrow hair situation. Okay. So, cool. I'm going to play around with this more and see. Cool beans. But it gave me the color that I wanted that I've been wanting okay. without having to put on like brow pumping and all of that. Well, I'm excited for the pictures. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, and I also ordered my smoked turkey. I want y'all to know, I don't have Thanksgiving plans with other people, but I still ordered a smoked turkey because needs. So what about your <laughs> sister that lives somewhere near you? I might let her in, but I just want y'all to know, when I bought this turkey, I wasn't thinking about a single person aside from hey, Listen, amen. Okay. I am going to try to make cornbread dressing. Okay. So, I'm excited. That's my experiment for this year. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> we, too, ordered a smoked turkey. Um, mm-hmm. Granny was fussing about it today. So, you know, like, the price of meat has really gone up. And mm-hmm. so the turkey itself was $55. So <laughs> she was like, and you just have to know granny, okay? Mm-hmm. On a regular Sunday dinner, she lives to set out an arrangement of meats. Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she just feels like you should have your choice of meats. <laughs> she reminds me <laughs> She reminds me of uh, a big fat Greek wedding when they like, what you mean he don't eat no meat? <laughs> like, she just sets out the meat. But she was like, listen, Thanksgiving, all we having is turkey and ham. Now, me, I'm knowing she probably going to fry some chicken too because she's not just going to do turkey and ham. But anywho, mm-hmm. 
she she was saying, listen, meat's too expensive. And mm-hmm. it's just gonna we're still gonna do it really small this year. Um Thanksgiving is actually when my like extended family usually all gets together, but we're not gonna do that this year. We're still gonna do our own thing, so we're gonna keep it small, so we'll see. Yeah. I um the person I used last year for a turkey, I asked her this year, she's like eighty five dollars. I'm like, that's a steep hike from <laughs> last year. But also there's this place in like East Texas and I'm pretty sure they serve all the turkeys in East Texas and DFW because they have really good smoked turkey. So I ordered that and it's being shipped here. But they even give me like a shipping date. They're like the week of Thanksgiving. I'm like, thanks. My anxiety. My anxiety enjoys it so much. But no, I like I said, I'm gonna try my A, I'm gonna try Sean's recipe that she gave me for pound cake. Okay. Because I have like mini bunt pan mm-hmm. mixes, so I want to do that. And then I'm going to try a couple options. Y'all don't shoot me. I'm going to try a cornbread dressing with cranberry, like dried cranberries in it. Mm-hmm. Just going to see what happens when I do that. Going to do a regular one, and then I'll probably make deviled eggs because I like deviled eggs. Okay. Again, I'm not planning any of this Listen, for anybody. You but. know that I, <laughs> I am the one who tried to make like a nice cranberry sauce. And everybody booed no. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tried to bring a little culture to the table, and I got booed. So, <laughs> I also, granted, was like you I... ain't got none in the canyon, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I agree. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and post this on the podcast this week, maybe next week, just so that people know my stance on cranberry sauce. <laughs> that it. Lives in the can. Listen, <laughs> listen. But this is a season where I buy cranberries because I have a really great recipe for cranberry loaf that mm. I put in my freezer. However, I realized I opened my freezer. I've been hoarding cranberries since last year, so maybe I should cook it. Yeah. We'll <laughs> cranberry loaf like banana bread, except for cranberries. Yeah. Okay. Much. Much like that, but yeah, it's really good. It's a great recipe, but you can't find fresh cranberries all year. Yeah. This is the only time, so I have to like hoard them. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I am not trying to do. I am not doing any surprises this year. Which, in all fairness, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, really not the time to like surprise your family with newness. <laughs> it's really not. Again, it's not the time to practice. I get it. No. I just thought it would be nice to have fresh cranberry sauce. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> a fresh can of cranberry sauce is all they wanted. <laughs> Everybody started like, oh, I'm not even going back there because I was so upset. Anywho. <laughs> so tonight I am drinking a Red Eye Louie. Um, so it is the... Um, Vodkila. I meant to bring the bottle in here with me so you could see it, but it. I think you bought the. Did you buy the vodka whiskey? No, I've got the. I've had the whiskeyla, and I right now I have the rumkeyla downstairs. So you said Red Louie. I was like, I know those people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So you did. The, okay, so it's the tequila that they make. Okay, so you've never had the vodka with the tequila. Not it's delicious. I love it. And this is the only one I've ever had. I didn't even know they made the others until I saw you had it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just the vodka, 
um cranberry juice <sighs> um you're supposed to have you're supposed to use um okay so this is like my second one and words are leaving my brain right now um what's the word you know it's lime um <laughs> it's not a lime simple syrup but it's kind of like simple syrup but i didn't have any so i made a simple syrup instead you know what i'm trying to say no i'll think of it later <laughs> I'm having text at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> this is what it is. Um, but I I made a little quick lime simple syrup uh for that, mm-hmm. and I will say this: I I learned this a while back, not this time, but I learned before. When you do your lime simple syrup, add your lime, and I add the rind too because, um, it helps with the flavor. Add it mm-hmm. after. It starts to cool. Don't add it while it's hot because it changes the flavor. The flavor. Yeah. Got it. Like a, most things, you know, you want to add while it's hot, while it's even boiling even. But with mm-hmm. lime, it will change the flavor. Um, dang it. It's going to bother me. Okay. I didn't know if I went to like um, a girl's sleepover thing where it's supposed to be doing this drink competition. And this girl was trying to make a spicy margarita. And she had bought like a spicy tequila. I was like, "Yeah, next time just make some simple syrup and bo- boil a jalapeno in it. <laughs> You'll be fine." I'm like that sounds like a lush, but it's true. But <laughs> um, by the way, I am halfway through my eggnog, and the refill will have my rum kila in it for shits and giggles. It's gonna be great because <laughs> I forgot that I had that until you brought it. Up. The word I was trying to think of was cordial. <laughs> the lime cordial. Ah. It's not quite a simple syrup, but um, I thought I had some because I bought some for a recipe once and I really think I only used it once. I must have mm-hmm. thrown it out. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. I didn't have any. So I made a little simple syrup. I don't care if it's not mm-hmm. really the same thing. <laughs> We're just going to pretend today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all about improvisation. Uh-huh. Again. We've been through 9-11, <laughs> two recessions, and a panorama. Mix your drink like you want to, which is why I've been lazy and been putting simple syrup and lemon juice and vodka in a cup and calling it a lemon drop. But Sounds like a lemon <laughs> drop to me. <laughs> There's one thing my coworker told me to put in there, and I immediately forgot it, but it's the mm. same thing that I'm supposed to be putting orange liqueur. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same thing that I'm supposed to be putting my margaritas when I just put tequila and lime and ice and call it. A yeah, day. <laughs> same. I never have orange liqueur. Never. Okay. All right. You want to go ahead and move on to mm-hmm. the current events? Oh no! <laughs> no, I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> Only tipsy. Let's try that again. Hey. All right. So I had to start off. Just with a little bit of Chloe Bailey appreciation because I love her so much. And so today, I, or this weekend, I was like, I need to listen to Have Mercy again. And I listened to it three times back to back. And now I was like, that's enough. I need to stop. <laughs> but, um, you know, Chloe does know how to capture the public's full attention whenever she wants. So she posted a brief snippet of a new song that shows her rapping about studying on her ex. 
And then um, she had a good old time with a lollipop because she was like, just in case if y'all need my attention, or just in case if you want to look, here's me in a lollipop. And she did a lot of great things. And I just love her. <laughs> so what I found so funny was like, Little Duval, somebody I pay very little attention to, but he tried to make a little comment Ladies. about, oh, so if I if if I fall for one of these little thirst traps that made me a pervert, huh? So now he really thought he said something. He thought he was doing something. And everybody mm-hmm. in the comments ate him up. They were like, uh, no, because she grown. Like, why? Yeah, right. You really thought you were proving something? You thought you were making a point? No, she's a full-grown woman. So, nah sit over yeah. there on that even me watching have mercy i'm like i have to remind myself i'm like chloe's a grown woman she's a grown woman like. <laughs> she's a grown woman she can't do all of this you know and look fine as shit doing it but i love her um but she is working on her album and then like again i was watching have mercy this weekend i was like i'm just so proud of her like beyonce walked so chloe could run <laughs> <laughs> i'm just so proud of her but yeah, so I'm excited that she's bringing us new music. Speaking of new music, have you listened to A, Summer Walker's album, and B, the Light Skin Appreciation album, a.k.a. Silk Sonic? So, I'm not a fan of Silk Sonic. I don't dislike them because I love Bruno mm-hmm. Mars, and mm-hmm. I'm indifferent about, uh, what's his name? But I, I do like the, the, <laughs> the current song. I mean, I just like singing, this bitch got me i just like that part and i like the way bruno hold his cigarette when he say it because he make him look yeah. like he really mean it but so no i haven't listened to that but summer walker album yes like mm-hmm. so after the first listen i was just i was cleaning my house and i was like you know what let me stop and put a bra on so i can go down here and put child support on my baby daddy that i don't have because <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was just like Yes. Like, she made me hate my baby daddy that I don't have. And I'm finna yeah, find him. I've heard about that. <laughs> I'm finna find him and let him know that, I don't, that I'm don't that i mad at him and he is two months behind in the child support. Yeah. Now that I have two floors to clean, I think I'm going to start off trying to clean to Anita Baker, but I might bring Summer because I like to start fights. <laughs> but, um... Listen, it like, was good. Anderson Pack, I like his instrumentation, the stuff that he does. So I like the album that they have. Like I said, I call it a light skin appreciation because they are <laughs> being their full light skin selves in the album. But I just love the instrumentation. So I barely listen to their words. I just like the instrumentation. So I meant to ask you about that before, but here we go. I like Bruno, and um, this is right up Bruno's alley. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of people. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people call it gimmicky. To me, it's really not. Um, he doesn't do it always, but for the last few albums, he has mm-hmm. picked an era and kind of gone mm-hmm. with that era and gone with that sound. Yeah. And this is the same thing. So, I mean, I, 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 I like Bruno and I pretty much like what he does. I think if the album had come out like right when they first hit with Leave the Door Open, I probably would have been more interested. Yeah. But yeah. the buzz wore off and my buzz wore off, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I 
again, I just like y'all just being light skinned over there, like <laughs> just enjoy your light skinnedness. I don't know, like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like them. But I was listening into well, at first I was trying to listen to the new Sister Soldier book, and it's awful. And my friend told me go listen to Silk Sonic instead. So I, I wasn't even gonna try it. I wasn't even gonna it try it. The last trash. time I attempted to listen to her was an interview this was years ago and she was talking about as black women we got to learn how to share a man and i was <laughs> i was done this was years yeah. ago and she was just talking about black women we got to learn how to share a man because these black kings need us and you know we just need to be what they need us to be and i was like you know what i really enjoyed coldest winter Good day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. And good like, day. In current times, you would not enjoy coldest winter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I tried to reread it. That doesn't yeah. matter. I Just enjoyed it, it in for what it was. Yeah. I was a child. I enjoyed it. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Thank you for that. Please move on, ma'am. Move around. And that made me mad. This book, I'm just like. You really spent your good time making this dumbass book. So <laughs> sometimes you're, sometimes you're, you know, you're, I'm using quotes, idols need to just sit there and, and eat your biscuit. Like you don't have to talk. You don't have to try to join us in this era. You can stay back there and let us idolize the memory we have of you. You don't have to mess Cough it up. J.K. Rowling. She could have sat there and counted her galleons and canuts or whatever. Right. <laughs> hey, here's somebody we do like. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he continues to be great. LeVar Burton mm. is going to be hosting a Cheerio Pursuit game show. And I got to go read. I got to go learn things. I need him. You know, I need to impress LeVar. <laughs> but... So he is a new TV game show version of the classic trivia game. It's been being developed by Entertainment One, and um, he is, of course, an iconic member of pop culture, and we love him and we stand him. And I'm just like, come on, bring bring it, so that we can be in it. <laughs> you know, and also his like brief stint in Jeopardy, even though he wasn't picked which I don't know what's wrong with him, did open doors to a lot more opportunities. So, you know, I'm like, yes, let's get LeVar off his coin. And I, I'm, <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. I'm glad that this worked out for him. And poo on Jeopardy's head. Right. They had to, like, hire two new people. And it's like, whatever. But, <laughs> you know, it is a-okay. We love you, LeVar. We will watch your show. I'm trying to get really, I'm trying to get on a uh, wheel of fortune. I feel like that's where I can, like, oh girl, no, I can't stack spell. my coin up. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, Lord. let's see. Um, so no, I want the sister episode so me and my little sister can go because you okay. know, we got this. Okay, <laughs> okay, so this um uh, article you probably saw it a few weeks ago, and this is a follow up, but basically, former princess Nako Kamuro. Um, she's a Japanese princess, and she decided she wanted to marry a commoner, and so she had to give up her royalty, which to this all black women said, you better not do shit wrong. Like, <laughs> like the trash, 
there should never be trash in a trash can when I'm throwing trash in a trash can. You better do all the shit that I did because I gave up royalty for you. But <laughs> and I would tell him every day, every day. Yeah. Good morning. I gave up royalty for you. What are you going to do for me today? Anyway, so she actually moved to New York. So she's going to begin her new life as a commoner. Um, I, I'm guessing that her life as a commoner is still probably far more yeah. glorious than my life. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was it was really weird. I don't feel like Japan should work on that. But basically, post-war secession laws that, that only male members of the imperial family can ascend to the throne. And I've seen Princess Diaries, and I feel like right. we should get rid of that. Right. <laughs> right. But she said, he is someone I cannot do without. Marriage is that decision needed for us to live on, staying true to our hearts. So I love that for her. I love that she loves him more than her crown. And maybe I would have those decisions if I had a crown. But as a poor, (laughs) as a commoner, I'm like, well, I I just hope that love (laughs) sustains y'all. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't. I don't want to know those. I, I don't want to know that life. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I am royalty, I, I'm i going to be royalty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be my sneaky link. <laughs> we, right. we ain't got to get married. Right. <laughs> I could have a, um, you know, a, a suitor for the public and, you know, <laughs> other stuff for the private. But, Alas. Okay. So, next up. I don't know if you knew this, but the leader of the Proud Boys is definitely a person of color. Mm -hmm. I think he's black. I don't really understand because Proud Boys usually is this, like, far-right group that really supports everything awful, including racism and Trump. So, so, when it came to, you know, all of the hoopla over them not believing that the election was real. Um, he burned a Black Lives Matter banner um, and he was um, he pled guilty. It was supposed to set a set time in jail. And I don't know what he thought jail was like, but he was like I've been to jail before. What I've seen here, I've never seen anywhere else. And I'm like, listen, I've read books. Again, I read Coldest Winter Ever. I knew what jail was like. Why don't you know what jail was like? <laughs> but he's like, there's abusive guards, smoke-filled hallways, and medical neglect. And so he's trying to get out of jail. <laughs> to which I say, keep his ass in there. <laughs> and, Throw away the key. Yeah. 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 And he's like, they keep throwing cold, often inedible meals to my cell <laughs> and denying access to running water. Which, again, I'm just like, child, yes, you're not special. Even though you're like the Proud Boy president, you're not special. You're a jail. But hmm. we shall see how that goes. I don't assume <laughs> that, you know, when people, they're up here and they think they get brought down. <laughs> And try to be humbled. It's weird that they're like, no, can can I get the, um, you know, you know, can I get a break? And I'm like, no, sis, <laughs> you can't get a break. 
he really he really thought he was gonna be treated like okay goodbye <sighs> yes so next up um mike tyson said he quote-unquote died after using toad denim venom for the first time and then he stripped on it more than 50 times um he i'm very confused like <laughs> like if you I don't know, because, you know, people do talk about microdosing psychedelics and stuff like that. But that also just kind of freaks me out because my brain is already a weird place when it's fully sober. But <laughs> I really want to try uh, some of the psychedelics, especially those like, would you go out to those communities in the desert and try? But I'm scared. Yeah. I'm a scared. Yeah. So the toad he was referring to was um, the Bufo of Berius. And it was the Sonoran Desert Toad. It hibernates underground for seven months out of the year. And then when it's above ground, the venom can be smoked to produce this psychoactive experience. My thing is, like, I, when it comes to psychoactive experiences, I can't get out. <laughs> when I want out, I can't get out. And I don't Listen, want that. <laughs> I had a bad experience with, well, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't fun <laughs> with uh, shrooms in middle school. And so, yeah, but that was in middle school. Or maybe <laughs> if I try to get as an adult, I would have a better yeah. experience. <laughs> Somebody told me, he was like, yeah, you don't need to do shrooms while you're depressed. And I'm like, well, I'm never going to be able to do it. Right. Like, sir, what do you mean? <laughs> what is he you expect me to be happy? To? <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> Wow. It was just interesting the stuff that he said about this. So he said, in my trips, I've seen that death is beautiful. Life and death both have to be beautiful, but death has a bad rep. The toad has taught me that I'm not going to be here forever. There's an expiration date. Again, I figured, I figured that we can figure that out as a life. But he originally got into smoking the venom four years ago after doing it as a dare, which um, I would say I took three shots of very cheap tequila once and um died and <laughs> woke up seeing sparkles and had to go to the student health center and get an IV. <laughs> dares are bad. Nobody follow dares anymore. <laughs> so he said he was doing heavy drugs like cocaine. So he figured why not? But he does say it's another dimension. He said, before I did the toad, I was a wreck. The toughest opponent I ever faced was myself. I had low self-esteem. People with big O egos often have low self-esteem. We use our egos to subsidize that. The toad strips the ego. And so I'm happy for him that he enjoys his toad thing. I don't think I'll ever touch that in a million years. I don't know <laughs> if um any of any of y'all ever like um so of course of course poor life decision is your favorite pod. Um, and Mike Tyson, I don't think he would call it a podcast. It's a YouTube show, but he has his own show on YouTube. And I don't know if you've ever checked it mm -hmm. out, but he is just, Mike is amazing. Like, yeah, he is just awesome. And <laughs> you see, he's very mellow after his toad. He is just, <laughs> his show is called hot box. And that is literally what they sit there and do. Like they smoke <laughs> the best weed. And he interviews people and he literally starts rolling up like the minute. <laughs> but like, he is so, oh, his interview with Lil Boosie was so good. 
He literally, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he literally was like, so do you act like this because you gay and you scared? And what was Lil Boosie going <laughs> to say to Mike Tyson? Like, you, were you going to flex up at Mike Tyson? No, the fuck right. you not. <laughs> it, was like, it was just so good. But he, but he asked real questions to, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. asked questions sometimes that make you go, not Mike. But also, who else can ask some questions? Because what you going to do? Right. Answer them. Right. Answer right. him because it's Mike Tyson. Right. Now, I will say the one thing that did maybe consider to Venom inside Cadelics is he lost 100 pounds. I don't need to lose 100 pounds, but <laughs> <laughs> weight loss is very important to me. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, like I, it is weird, but I'm like, he found what works for him, and I'm proud of him for being in a better space mentally. So, lastly, we're going to talk about the favorite people of the pod, which is the Florida woman. Mm-hmm. And um, this Florida woman not only includes a Florida woman, but it includes also one of my favorite foods, which is an egg roll. <laughs> so Florida woman blames egg roll for erratic driving during a DUI request, um, arrest. So she was like, she's not drunk. She had been eating an egg roll. And I get it, because sometimes I'm not drunk. I'm just, you know, swaying on the car. Because I don't know, I have problems. But <laughs> she was just, you know, she said she was just eating an egg roll and she was, you know, swerving <laughs> in a dangerous manner. And so, but also her speech was slurred and mumbled. Yeah, because at she first. She had a strong odor of alcohol. <laughs> at first, I was like, I mean, sometimes I sway when I'm eating and it's really good. So. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, the article was like, you can smell the alcohol. And I was like, sorry, sis. Yeah. And then the arrest affidavit does not indicate that an egg roll or any pieces of egg roll were found in her possession. Well, then there's that. <laughs> well, she ate it all. I mean, who are they? Who are them? Right. But while the egg roll could not be located, a number of other things are found in her car, including a cut-up red plastic straw with white powdered residue on the inside, in addition to a variety of loose pills bound in containers and plastic bags. Well, there's that. But egg rolls are great. I was just saying, just don't go to jail over egg roll. <laughs> don't blame egg rolls for your druggies. I think that's that's my takeaway. Don't blame egg rolls. Egg rolls are great. And you shouldn't blame it for your druggies. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, so we're going to take a real quick break, and then we'll be right back. Alrighty. And we are back, and it's time to head over to our... Someone, something. Okay, so I know y'all probably know by now that we really love the Because of Them We Can website. It's a really great place to just see the dope, amazing things that we do as Black people. But um, recently, they just featured a group called a, a group, a family called a Datcher family. And they have owned and run their Alabama farm since the 1800s. Um, I don't know how many of y'all are followers or from the South, but it's really hard to keep up with your land, especially through, you know, 
we we did good in like the right after slavery. It starts with the R. Reconstruction. Reconstruction. But then people found new ways to be vicious and steal land from people. So this is one of the last Black-owned crop farm in Shelby County in Alabama. So they have, again, I'm just excited. They have owned and run their farms since the 1800s. And so um, the history of their farm actually dates back before the end of slavery. It tells the story of family and Black ownership through American history. But the fact that, um, I don't know, I was just so excited to see a family that was able to keep up with their stuff, you know, keep up with their farm and their heritage and continue. Um, And they've had, of course, they've had issues. um, And they have had things like in 1992, a well ran out of water when a company used explosives to make a place and dump its waste. That was um, around when they decided to start farming, but they still hold on to their stuff. And I'm just so excited to see. Um, they used to grow like damn near everything. <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, and I, I think that's one thing I do love about like our gardening movement now is like we're going back to wanting to create the foods that we eat and be healthy and things like that. So I, um, I was just really excited to see a family that's been able to hold on to their land and their livelihood for all this time. Yeah. So, shout out to the Datcher family. Yes. They're doing amazing things. I will definitely link them. (laughs) Alrighty, so we're going to go ahead and move on to our poor life decision. Poor life decision. Alrighty, so you know how like you get into like a thought train and things just get really just nasty and negative and you start saying all these mean things to yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was doing that while I was driving because that's the best time to you know abuse yourself. And I was like, okay, how can I redirect this? How can I rethink what is going on and kind of get to a better place? And I think that is growth because usually I was just continuing to just think real bad about myself. So that inspired today's episode, which is strategies to redirect your thoughts and distract your mind. Um, Especially with my probably neurodivergent, probably ADHD brain, my brain goes a lot of ways. So being able to reel it in and redirect it to a place where I want it to be is really amazing. So um, this group called UH Connor Integrative Network actually helps us to think of mental distractions to help you redirect your thoughts away from distressing feelings and back to the present. This is especially helpful for me because like my problem with mindfulness is people like, yeah, think about how you feel. And I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do with that next? (laughs) Like, I don't want to think about the way I feel. I actually like to avoid it. So uh this kind of helps you once you do kind of consider that mindfulness, what's the next step? To be able to, again, we don't say avoid your distressing feelings forever, but take a break and do something that is healthy and productive for yourself. And then we can do this later. Okay, so the first one is play a memory game. Look at a detailed photograph or picture, like a cityscape or other busy scene, or even, you know, where it's Waldo, because I like that. 
gang for some reason. Um, then turn the photograph face down and they don't understand that we're millennials. So open a tab <laughs> with a busy picture and then go to the next tab and recreate that photograph in your mind with as much detail as possible. Or you can just mentally list all the things you remember from the picture. So I, I like that um, my memory. Memory is a thing that you really do have to play at regularly. Anyway, so that's a really great idea. What do you think about that one? I don't like memory stuff. But um, sometimes <laughs> I do, which I don't know if this is, I don't know. But sometimes when I have those intrusive thoughts, I do like to play the memory game of how did I get here? And I try to trace mm-hmm. my steps back. And it feels, I feel like fulfilled when I get back to where I start, when I figure out how I got there, because it'll be a chain of events or like, yeah. and the thought that got me there usually is something completely innocent. So I like to trace it back and see how I got there. Yeah, that's fair. Like sometimes I'm like really frustrated and I just have to remind myself, I ask myself like, what are you even frustrated about? Like what threw you off? <laughs> you know, and so that is super helpful. And yeah, sometimes it's like, you know, somebody can say something and they've got nothing about it. And I'm like, we do let Dawn <laughs> have a list of all our grievances. <laughs> like, you know, so I totally understand that. Okay, so next up, um, thinking categories. Choose one or two broad categories, such as musical instruments, ice cream flavors, mammals, or baseball teams. Take a minute or two to mentally list as many things from each category as you can. Again, it does seem like a really quick distraction. It's not productive to what you're feeling. But sometimes, especially when you have that impetus and you've blown up, it is something just to like refocus your brain on something else. And then you can go back to that thing. So next up, I don't condone this one at all use math and numbers (laughs) they're like even if you aren't a math person numbers can help center you i'm like literally i'm not a math person so numbers cannot but try running through a times table in your head no um (laughs) counting backward from 100 probably also no choosing a number and thinking of five ways you can make the number so six plus 11 is 17 20 minus 3 is 17 Eight times two plus one is 17. And all of that stressed me out. <laughs> so when I was younger, I did used to count. and mm-hmm. But I would like find objects to count when mm-hmm. I would get really anxious. I don't do that anymore. Um, I probably should start back though, but I would just find objects to count and just like count them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm watching a new show on um, Apple TV Uh, what's the name of it foundation and Mm -hmm. one of the characters when she gets anxious she counts primes and i was like girl (laughs) i was like one three oh girl no she is like she is like in in 800 and something millions like she is i'm like um no (laughs) like yeah yeah, like no she has and it's a running list so like Wherever she left off last, she picks back up there. Like, I couldn't do that. So, yeah, I couldn't do that. But, yeah, I used to find just objects to count. And so I should probably return to that or not. Whatever. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of that, like, five senses 
practice we did where we like, and again, every single time I mention it, I um, mention it in a different way. So I'm like, oh yeah, I can look at five things. I can smell three things. (laughs) I can listen to four things. It's not, I don't keep up with the way I'm supposed to do it. But at the same time, it slows me down and I focus on something else. Yeah. Which is the point of all these That things. is a good one. So next, I haven't done that one in a while. The five senses one. Yeah. The next one is recite something. Think of a poem, song, or book passage you know by heart. Recite it quietly to yourself or in your head. If you say the words aloud, focus on the shape of each word or your lips in your mouth, which seems really distracting. If you say the words in your head, visualize each word as you see it on a page. Sometimes, many times, when I'm just like, I just... My brain needs to go somewhere else. Of course, I always go to my shot with Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, I was, <laughs> I would do a scholarship to King's College. <laughs> and I just run with that because it's like, I know it. I'm not really, I don't like grammarization, but when I'm around things enough, I learn things. And so I'm so proud that I know it. So sometimes I'll just kind of say in my head to Okay, next one I think is one that I probably do all of the time. Make yourself laugh. Make up a silly joke, the kind you'd find on a candy wrapper or a popsicle stick. You might also make yourself laugh by watching your favorite funny animal video, a clip from a comedian or TV show you enjoy, or just spending time on TikTok when you're supposed to be doing other things. (laughs) But the key is to make yourself laugh. So you all know me well enough to know now. If something makes me sad, I want to be sad. If something makes me mad, <laughs> like, if something makes me mad, I will pull out my phone and go into my playlist and find the angriest song I can. I don't know. I'll probably pull up. I don't know. Some of the angriest, I bet you won't hit a motherfucker. Like, I'll find something that just makes me angry. Like, I just I just like to, mm-mm, I just like to be in it. And that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. But I get so, <laughs> I get mad, like, when I'm mad and somebody make me laugh. And I'd be like, fuck you for making me laugh. Because I wanted to be mad right now. Yes. I, I, mm-mm. I hate it. I like, I like being happy. I actually am. Yeah. As a melancholy person I am, I actually like being happy, so I'm okay with distracting. You know, that's why I like to drink, because it distracts me from other things. Anyways, um, so next up, use an anchoring phrase. This could be something like, I'm full name, I'm X years old, I live in City State, today is Friday, June 3rd, it's 10.04 in the morning, I'm sitting at my desk at work, there's no one else in the room. And you can expand on the phrase by adding details until you feel calm, such as, it's raining lightly, but I can still see the sun. It's my break time. I'm thirsty, so I'm going to make a cup of tea. So kind of just narrating your life. And the longer you focus on that narration, the more you get away from the irritant in your life. Yeah. And I I think I naturally do this because I feel like my life should be a sitcom sometimes. <laughs> and one day I'll write the shit down. <laughs> but, you know, so like stuff like this, I, I do like to narrate my life in my head. Yeah. But. I'm definitely the lead character. <laughs> yeah. I want my character to be played by um, Naomi Campbell. <laughs> no, I'm played by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need somebody with like the same amount of delusions of grandeur. I mean, I, no, she has real grandeur. I have delusions of grandeur. So maybe it's like kind of like, you know, um, that's a raven where like I'm living your normal life and that space out and it's like Naomi Campbell living <laughs> my, my glamour life. Nobody steal my idea. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. So next up, visualize a daily task that you enjoy or don't mind doing. This one was very weird to me. So he's like, if you like doing laundry, for example, I don't. Think about how you'd put away a finished load. I don't. <laughs> he says the clothes feel warm coming out of the dryer. They're soft and a little stiff at the same time. They feel light in the basket, even though they feel over the top. All of the things he said, I was just like, no, I cannot relate to it. Sir, sir, I do not. enjoying mm-mm, doing laundry. <laughs> I do not like labor. Oops, sorry. And then I'm on two floors. So I keep passing by my laundry basket. I'm like, I've got to do laundry downstairs. <laughs> but there are other daily tasks I enjoy, like making lists. Doesn't mean that I'm going to actually do anything on the list, but I just like writing stuff down so it's not floating in my head. <laughs> I love making lists. It's the best. Did I tell you like a couple weeks ago about how I was really like stressed out about all the things I had to do? So I went to Target and bought three notebooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that usually does Yeah. Yeah. It really did it for me. Um, one of them's supposed to be a journal, and I just look at it. And I'm like, oh, I should journal about something. Doesn't happen, but it's a great idea. It's a beautiful black woman on it, and it says guard your spirit. And so once I do journal, it's over for you, host. But didn't do it. Anyways, next up, describe a common task. Think of an activity you do often or can do very well, such as making coffee, locking up your office, or tuning a guitar. Go through the process step by step as if you're giving someone else instructions on how to do it. No. Fun fact, extra credit, make it a musical. Because <laughs> I do. Sometimes I just sing the shit that I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> the life of my head. It's a party. Um, anyways, next up, imagine yourself leaving the painful feelings behind. Picture yourself gathering emotions, balling them up, and putting them into a box. Walking, swimming, jogging away from painful feelings. I would never do that because I don't like exercise. So, <laughs> Imagine your thoughts as a song or a TV show just like you just like and changing the channel. And then turning them on volume. They're still there. But you don't have to listen to them. Mm. So I like the idea of turning down yeah, the volume. Yeah, I like that. Like, oh, shit. I'm on Fox News and my nails are getting done. Turn this down mentally. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Next up, describe what's around you. Spend a few minutes taking in your surroundings and noting what you see. Use all your five senses. And this is kind of what we talked about before. Yeah. To provide as much detail as possible. The bench is red, but the bench over there is green. It's warm under my jeans since I'm sitting in the sun. It feels rough, but there aren't any splinters. The grass is yellow and dry. The air smells like smoke. I hear kids having fun and two dogs barking. And as somebody who's supposed to be writing a novel, I love that. <laughs> you know, like sometimes, especially with a lot of writers like that I like, they'll mention something and they'll just add a little detail mm-hmm. that just like illuminates the whole sentence. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, oh, that's what they do. You know, so that 
my creative brain likes that. <laughs> so lastly, grinding yourself isn't always easy. It may take some time before the techniques work well for you, but don't give up on them. These are two ways how to get out of the most out of these techniques. Practice. It can help to practice grounding even when you aren't dissociating or experiencing distress. So if you get used to exercise before you need to use it, it may take less effort when you want to use it to cope in the moment. Whew, that's weird. <laughs> and then start early. Try doing a grounding exercise when you first start to feel bad. Don't wait for distress to reach a level that is harder to handle. If the technique doesn't work at first, try to stick with it for a bit before moving on to another. That's make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> you took a breath too. Like, it's like, uh. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. lot of those I don't do, but none of them felt like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so like unique to you because, again, you know. Walk people through an activity you enjoy. It does not have to be washing clothes. It will not right. be washing clothes for me. But sometimes it's making jollof rice and how you know that process unites me with you know my heritage and the people who came before me. And at the end of the day, I get to eat. <laughs> so you know, like things like that, yeah. like, little things or big things, but like kind of just taking your mind away from that moment. And, you know, focusing on something that is all-encompassing. Yeah. That is one thing I do not miss is washing dryer downstairs. <laughs> yeah. It is an experience. <laughs> Listen, one time when, when Candace and I were roommates, the washer and dryer was upstairs. And when we first moved in, I was like, well, this is dumb. Who put a wash and dryer in a closet in the middle of the hallway upstairs? It was the best idea mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> right. <sighs> I, I understand that it made sense. And I don't know how I could get it up here. But like, it would take like an initiative with plumbing and stuff like that. Yeah. But whoever lives beside me, I could tell their washer and dryer in here. Because sometimes I hear it. <laughs> oh. Like on the other side. But I'm like, it's fine. It's just... It takes intentionality to take the laundry downstairs and wash it and put it up and bring it up. I was going to say, taking it down <laughs> is the easy part. <laughs> yeah. Even if I was just taking it down, I just have to remember to take it down. But <laughs> It is what it is, girl. You know what? That laundry will get done when it get done. Right. Pretty much. I have a lot of clothes for this very reason. But... <laughs> Okay, curls. Curls for the girls. <laughs> Anyways, Chris was playing with her hair. Like, Aw, ADD. Anyways, so we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod. The buy you a dream. I'm going to go first because I don't want to forget. So, first of all, I wanted to say a prayer for the people who were um, in the families that were affected by the disaster, the tragedy that happened in the Astral World concert yes. in Houston. Yes. It's just it's sad. Um, unfortunately, the way this company, country is, is very reactive. And so, like, there's been issues before with concerts and all of that kind of stuff. Yes. But now Texas is like, oh, we should do a study on concert safety. And I'm like, well, why didn't y'all do that before? But alas. But anyways, just want to 
I think it said nine people now that were killed as, in terms of in um, injuries for the storm and uh, from the concert, and two were very young people. Mm-hmm. And so just want to say a prayer for them. Yes. And then I, I want to buy a drink for Mariah Carey because she invented Christmas. That's pretty much it. <laughs> she did. And every year y'all act like y'all didn't see her do it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> Tonight I'm buying a drink for, speaking of curls, I am buying a drink for good edge control. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you what Eben did. So for years I've been using Eben edge control and it has been the bomb. Like I swore by it. I would tell everybody else about it. And listen, us 4C girls, we know. It is so hard mm-hmm. to find a good edge control. And by good, I mean actually slick your hair down, mm-hmm. hold it, don't flake, and don't turn white. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Evan started turning white. And I thought it was something mm-hmm. with me because, okay, this happens to me all the time. I never, I, <laughs> like, somebody will mention something to me that I have never experienced. But now that they've mentioned it, all of a sudden I experience it. So, <laughs> like the melatonin. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So my cousin was like, "Girl, I don't use Eben because it turned white on me." I was like, "Girl, Eben ain't never turned white on me." All of a sudden, Eben starts turning white. Well, lo and behold, there has been a formula change. So my mm. other cousin, I called her and I was like, "I need to know what to use. I need some references." And she was like, "Girl, you gotta go do what you know you gotta do." Go back to the blacks. Go back to that <laughs> Hicks. That good old Hicks. If I'm not mistaken, they're Atlanta based, if I'm not mistaken, but I know they're black owned. Get you that Hicks. That Hicks hold you down. It, I mean, y'all, I, I can't tell you last time I had a perm. It'll just, just be slick. And I got. <laughs> I have truly 4C hair, okay? That's all I'm saying. I ain't gonna. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna I'm not going to tell you what, how my granny used to make fun of my hair because it is not funny. And there's no such thing as bad hair. The way the Lord made mm-hmm. my hair come out, my head is perfect for me. So mm-hmm. I just want to buy a drink for good edge control for doing the Lord's work. So I actually had given up on edge control. I figured that my edges like me could not be controlled. I will try hits just to see. Um, the funny thing about it is I have mostly 4C hair. But when my hair is short, I realize I have a lot of stick straight hairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is curling. Yeah. Are you stick straight? Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just interesting. Like, when your hair is at different levels, like, yeah. you see the changes in your texture. Mm-hmm. But I will try Hicks one day because it's almost wig season. Yeah. And I have to slip my shit down. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes you have to do a little finessing. Sometimes you got to tie it up at night, you know, help it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still. Hicks is that girl. Okay. So we'll, we'll give it a try. I will FaceTime you for a, a tutorial for slicking my edges. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, anywho, as always, um, Doyen, tell the people how they can talk to us. Very carefully. Okay. But otherwise, we are on, on Poor Life Decision um, on the Instagram that's what I wanted to say. We're on Instagram as Poor Life Decision, uh, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's also the name of our Etsy page. 
we're also on the Twitter, which is PLD Pod, and just chat with us. Let's talk about our holiday drinks. Um, also, TV shows we're watching, also movies. Please talk to me about Elf. I like to talk about Elf all the time. Also, I'm going to watch The Shrink Next Door just because Will Ferrell is in. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you can also email us at hellofprolifedecision.com. Like always, we do want y'all to reach out to us and let us know what kind of pro-life decisions that y'all are thinking about. We're also, if you want to leave us a podcast review, you can go to ratemypodcast.com slash decision and leave us some reviews so that people can find us and then everybody can be happy and we can make better decisions in life. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's so easy to make us happy. Cannot tell you enough how much of those reviews uh make me so happy also check out that etsy shop cute gifts it's that time of year cute stocking stuffers get you a may contain alcohol mug i actually mm-hmm. <laughs> actually drank a little alcohol out of mine last night <laughs> <laughs> um as always you know we just encourage you guys to be good to yourself be gentle to yourself uh, this is a rough time of year for some people. Uh, mm-hmm. Doyen always likes to remind us that we need to be taking our vitamin D. I'm going mm-hmm. to remind you that you need to be wearing sunscreen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please do not be like, oh boy, oh, insecure. <laughs> Please do not be like, oh boy, oh, insecure and think that you just got to put sunscreen on a part of your body that's facing the sun. sunscreen all over um Mm -hmm. drink your water take your meds call your people and just be Mm -hmm. good to yourself it's the holiday season is getting bad for a lot of people so a lot of people want to be jolly a lot of people are actually going through a lot of things so definitely check in on your friends see how they're doing you know and of course seasonal affective disorder is um out and about so funny enough i saw a tiktok and it was like this person's like i'm using my sun lamp i'm taking my vitamin d so i got my seasonal affective disorder in check and then his regular depression <laughs> popped up and i was like damn it <laughs> i get that so anyways um the days are darker and life is just you know hard and so just check on your people give them some love give them some loving I know that's right. All right, guys. Well, we love y'all and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. We love y'all. Can't play nice. This my life. life. This is life. Roll my dice. dice. Who want fight? I might go Mike Tice. Won't yeah. feel twice. twice. Pay my price. price. Why my sun so bright? Dumb is nice. nice. Ain't got charm.